Aloha and welcome to the Joy Joy Podcast. I'm Joey. Everyone has something that they love and that they are passionate about. And I believe that life is not just about achieving success or fulfilling our dreams, but ultimately about the journey that it takes to get there. In this podcast, I dive into those journeys and passions that make each of us special. My goal is to learn and to help others to know that there is someone out there that understands the struggles and the dreams that you have and that you are chasing and that there is hope. Follow me on my journey as I try to highlight these unique experiences that make each of us. Today I have a good friend of mine who, again, is somebody that is not a Hawaii friend. I feel like all my guests are Hawaii friends or people yeah, from friend. like my past. All right. Uh, I'll be the first. Well, I can't even be the first text. You just ruined my intro. What's up, E-N-E combo? What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to ruin it. I didn't mean to ruin no, it's all it. good. Thank you, 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 you want to jump the gun, dude. I respect that. Thank you for having me on, man. Uh, it's been a while since I've done a podcast, so I am truly appreciative that I'm here. <laughs> you know, it's weird. Me and you, me and you kind of connect in a, in a way that, you know, me, obviously, I didn't know you before. So quick background. Okay. For the for the people, Ian is uh, was is was was a coworker yeah. of my wife. <laughs> uh, they started they started working together about two years ago. Correct, about yeah. two years ago. Yeah. yeah, so that's when Christy started doing really well at work. Uh, they worked for well, Ian worked <laughs> recently, very recently. That's why he's free all the he has time now uh, for a dialysis startup company. And Ian was kind of the uh, what, the head people person? I don't know what you... What is your... Uh, yeah, so my role was uh, chief of staff. Chief of staff. And um, mm-hmm. if you even Google it, it'll come up on uh, Harvard Business Review. And the role itself is supposed to be like C-level support. Um, so if you ever think of any C-level execs, CEO, COO, mm-hmm. chief executive officer, mm-hmm. chief operational officer, officers in the organization, mm-hmm. a chief of staff is supposed to help bridge the gap between administrative and then the other team so mm-hmm. it's clinical just, side yeah, or so, the uh so for us it's yeah, clinical yeah, right? right like right, we right. our nurses our diet you know the dietitian the mm-hmm. social worker so i'm that gap and then i'm also a support in a sense to let the c level uh officers know what's happening in the organization because i'm in the middle like i can right i can go and talk to our staff and then i can also go back up and and do some exec work so that's right. basically in, in a nutshell what my role was so any department i touched and then you know be able to compile all that information into a summary for the officers or for our stakeholders so mm-hmm. basically that's basically my job if i were to condense it right oh, yeah. oversimplified version yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's interesting because you and Christy were one of or two of four, if you include the the owner, correct, right? Two of four, so uh, staff two of three, yeah. Right, you guys were a little cubicle in correct. downtown San Antonio, and yeah. just working out of a little box essentially, <laughs> you know. And to see where you guys are now, you know, they have the they have a clinic now where they have patients, yeah. and yeah, it's come a long way. You know, you decided to part ways, and, correct? You know, to kind of open up your options. Yeah. And uh, to move forward in your career, whatever, you know. And cool. so that's kind of, I guess, why he has free time. That's what we're laughing Yeah, that's why, yeah. Just recently. Like, be... Yeah, this week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Before I get back on the on the grind. Yeah, yes. for sure, man. I, I'm really grateful for you to, uh, for coming on. You know, we have, we had a conversation, I guess, uh, what day was that? Tuesday? 
Tuesday. Tuesday? You yeah. know, we were just kind of chatting. You know, you kind of came over and hung out for a little bit. Um, you know, one of the... We talked about a whole bunch of things, I think. But kind of some of the things that we talked about that I... Honestly, we should have just like put a mic up and just Correct. did it because we, that's what we talked about. But, you know, we had time to reflect on it. Yeah. And now we get to think. So some of the things that I think I really found very interesting from a conversation was um, being happy doing what you do right. uh, as far as your job goes. Yeah. Right. You know, it's waking up every day ready to go. Correct. You know, and being able to be happy uh, and finding joy and, and fulfillment out of your, your career. Yeah. Right. And then we also talked about kind of a betting on yourself right and what that looks like and uh yeah we'll get into the, we'll definitely get into that okay and another the other thing i wanted to to, to kind of talk to you about is you know and this is another thing that we, that we talked about right was the fear of failing and like starting over right and kind of whether it be like your business or right you've you've left your job that you had a big role in correct right and so now you Stay home and play Spider Man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, right. So being able to, like, what is, what's next? Right. And kind Correct. of the mindset that, that you have, I think, uh, I, I want to kind of pick your brain about. And that's something that uh, I find really interesting. And so, yeah, the first thing I, get, I think we'll get into is, you know, being happy doing yeah. what you do. You know? um, yeah. No. So, I mean, we'll touch on that being happy on, on, on what you do. And, um, Honestly, with my position, I enjoyed my position and I enjoyed uh, coming into work and, and, and I mean, it was a difficult job, but, you know, I enjoyed the difficulties. I enjoyed being a problem solver in, in those things. Um, it got to a point where it started to feel like work. Um, mm. And I'm not saying that any job, you, you know, it's going to be at some point it's going to feel like work, right? Um, not everything's always going to keep you happy. Right. Um, you know, you, you might, I don't have kids, but you might have your kids and then every once in a while, you know, they might disappoint you and then you're like, ah, but you still love them. Right. Um, there's peaks and valleys when mm-hmm. you're, when you're happy. So, for sure. um, I started losing more, I guess, sleep over the job itself or mm. being stressed every single day or you know not even looking forward to waking up to go to work like i was like <laughs> going this, to sleep yeah this like, is oh, this is so wake. annoying you know and, and before <laughs> i used to wake up super early super excited mm-hmm. to the point where you know yeah my girlfriend would be like Ugh, like why are you so excited for work and i'm like because i get to go do this thing you know get to go enjoy it yeah um and now it you know, and, and recently it just started being like, oh, I have to go to work. Uh, I have to go work mm. with, like, you know, our boss, or uh, I, I can't wait to get back home, you know? Mm, right. Um, and, you know, it, it took a while. Um, and I, and I believe that your internal instincts will kind of tell you that mm. it's time to move on. Your gut. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's always just super scary super duper scary to even make that decision to leave um and i thought about it a lot of times i would always, I, I know yeah i would think about it and be <laughs> like know. man like i love the team i can't let them down right um i love the organization i feel like if i leave i'm letting them down right um and you know my previous job that i had it was the same thing i loved the team i loved my job i just didn't you know work well with our 
boss whose vision and their values weren't aligning with mine a lot, which mm-hmm. made me lose sleep. And it was getting to that point with this, you know, current right. job. And I decided to be like, you know, hey, just take a leap of faith. And, you know, it's honestly, it's always super duper scary when you make a leap of faith or you leave a really good job that is paying you well. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of my age, yeah, I was getting paid well. I was, you know, okay. And I could provide, you know, but I'm also saying, oh my gosh, I'm just going to leave. And, get and that. now, yeah, there's and no now, financial. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's stability. no backup plan. Yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. I didn't have time mm-hmm. to figure out my next career move. I didn't have mm-hmm. time to, you know, set that up. Mm-hmm. But again, it goes back to being happy and, and I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. And there's a quote that uh, Steve Jobs says that if you wake up and it's not something that makes you happy and you'd rather do something else why aren't you pursuing the thing that would make you happier um and i was conflicted uh just because i do and like i said enjoyed my job enjoyed the people i work with it was just the person that i'm supposed to work with is not the one i was enjoying working with so Mm -hmm. um and because of that and i've always bet on myself um no matter whatever happens in life i'll always have myself and Mm -hmm. i just said hey let's go find something that makes you happy again and excited to go to work and excited to tap into your different skill sets and excited to learn again Mm -hmm. um and that's why i left honestly uh Mm -hmm. i don't recommend it for you know everyone because you know like i said you'll get a lot of stress but um i do recommend people just reevaluate a lot of stuff and Mm -hmm. and and reevaluate their life and say what's the one thing i'd like to do and how can i get there yeah honestly yeah, um, that's sure. what i would tell everyone yeah you 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 said a lot of interesting things yeah you know i yeah like i think one one thing that i i i liked was that your your values and kind of the vision for for the job right. Right, did it line up and that's a very interesting concept you know i i think that for me as a as a like a faith-based person like my values and and you know how i live my life are like the most important thing for me correct right so like if the job i if there's a even like people right if there's people in my life that don't share my values or share or who who honor those things then like i'm not gonna waste time yeah you cut them out yeah and i think i think that that's a great point for for your job too especially for for people who uh like kind of like what you were talking about too right is do i like what i'm doing right and then being able to reevaluate and i think that's a good place to start right is is are is this is this job or this career path aligning with the vision i have for myself correct right is or and the values that i have right do they do they line up and oftentimes i kind of go back to like your gut too yeah. right is you know i i love watching survivor okay okay and it's, it it's fascinating i could talk i could probably do a podcast about survivor just like on the psychology and the the social game i love it but one thing one thing that a, a player said on one of the seasons is they said uh, do you vote with your heart or do you vote with your 
your emotions, right? Are you making an emotional decision or are you yeah. making a logical decision? Like a, like a, you're with your brain. Yeah. And one thing that the, uh, one of the contestants, the contestant said is that your gut is a mix between your heart and your emotions, right? It's, yeah. it, it, it's a, it's a mixture of both. Yeah. And, and I've really taken that to, to heart and it's like, it's very interesting because your gut, I mean, more times than not, you know, your gut is going to, you're right. It's going right. to tell you yeah. what's right. And yeah. you, and more times than not, obviously yeah. not every time, you Correct. know, and you're going to have to gamble sometimes on yes. certain things, but more times than not, right. Your gut, you always kind of go with your gut, yeah. but that being said too, you also need to approach situations like for example, for with work or your, whatever your life uh, decisions you're making Correct. currently, right. That you need to evaluate them with logically too. Like, is this logically, you need to just be able to analyze that Correct. and make proper decisions. Right. And so you kind of meet those two things in the middle and, then, and that becomes your gut. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I think that that's very, very interesting way to kind of approach like a career. Correct. Right. And, and kind of, well, into the next topic to kind of segue to the next topic, right, is to bet on yourself. Yeah. And right. I mean, jumping off of that before we get into betting on yourself, like, uh, you know, you're never going to have enough data to make the best decision. But when you look back <clears throat> decision as in to whether you're leaving, making. A oh, oh, yeah. Change, like a big, a big change. In your yeah. Life. A big change yeah. in your life. You're not going to have enough data mm, to. Mm make the best decision and even your mm -hmm. gut feeling sometimes it's not all the data is there but you just either feel uneasy mm -hmm. um like i said restless nights uh, you're like stressed and now your body's actually telling you hey we don't like this right mm -hmm. and now it's okay i don't have the all the necessary information i can't tell the future mm -hmm. right even when i made this decision i was like I don't know what's next, mm -hmm. but I this believe ain't it. Yeah, yeah, but I believe yeah. in myself, and I'm just gonna go mm -hmm. with my gut feeling, um, and that goes into that you know betting on yourself. So you know it's not the first time that I've ever done something risky like this. Um, I've always been risk adverse because of my family. My family's always been like, hey, make sure you line up your next job before you leave, or right. hey, make sure you don't jump off. Uh, you know, hey, if someone says jump off a bridge, you don't jump off a bridge, you know, because why are we jumping? Like, you know, yeah. let's ask these questions. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if we go to a casino, why are we gambling? I mean, we need this money, you know, why, why would I take a chance, even though it's a little chance to win more money? Yeah when I already have money, like what, what are we yeah. doing? Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's always been my family. Right. And it's made me become risk adverse as an adult. Mm -hmm. And I'd always take the safest route. Mm -hmm. I hate confrontation. Like I will avoid it if I, it takes me forever. And, you know, I became, you know, really self-aware about that childhood affecting my decisions as an adult like around in college because i never wanted to take risks i'd always be like no hey med school sounds great they pay well you know and at some point i was like why am i even chasing med school is it because of the title is it because you know it makes me feel good you know does it make my family feel good and then i was like it doesn't make me feel good but it makes my family happy mm -hmm. and i sat there and i said no let's do something different and mm -hmm. i'll at least be able to show should I have, you know, any kids or any future generation, hey, bet on yourself. Do your own thing. Even though it might even conflict with the people that hold you dearest and they want the best for you, mm -hmm. they'll back you no matter what. Especially if they love you. At the end of the day they'll still back you. Um and, you know, it started in college. I just always said 
right, like, here we go, Ian. I only have you and we have each other, um, you know, at the end of the day, right? And this is what we want to do. And it landed me to great experiences, a lot of experiences that I've had. And even this job that I left, which is fantastic, you know, all the experiences that I've gotten um, have allowed me now to have better opportunities. And like two years ago, I could not say that ever. Um, Hence why I've always just bet on myself and things always kind of work out in Mm -hmm. a sense. Um, You know, like I said, that gut feeling, um, you know, the previous job before that, when I said it didn't align is because, you know, they were trying to get more money out of their business so they were doing wrong business practices and i was like i can't sleep at night because this is wrong to me and i said okay what do we have lined up and i was like nothing i have nothing lined up <laughs> right going back to the uh, risk averse right like exactly. okay what is my yeah what are my, my options what's my out yeah, yeah i was like i have nothing lined up but mm-hmm. this also hate like i hate going into work because yeah. we're doing wrong practices mm-hmm. and i decided hey figure it out like how about we make this move And then we figure it out because now I'm forced to figure it out. I'm going to be forced to come up with a solution. Um, And I've always just said, anytime I've ever put myself in some weird predicament, at least I have the next day to try to fix it. So I left and I said, here we go. Wasn't getting any calls back. And I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I'm here at my mom's student loans are coming up. I was like, I'm sweating, you know, (laughs) and five days in is when I got a call for, you know, my last job. And and they were like, hey, we need help. I still have your resume. And I remember we talked and I'm like, okay, hey, and then I got hired on the spot, you know, so betting on yourself and then even having a little bit of faith, um, and I think faith works with you working on your, you know, at the same time, right? Like even same thing with prayer, right? It's like you, you have to work. Like you can't just say, oh, please give me a million dollars. It's like, okay, hey, please give me a million dollars and then try to work towards it, right? So I've always been that type of person where I'll bet on myself and then I'll trust that something good will happen because I've always tried to put good out there. And then I'll put in the work, even if it seems impossible or seems minuscule or seems that it's not going to happen for me, but I just want to put out that momentum to try to get something back. And it's always worked out. So I think everyone should always kind of bet on themselves, even though it might be a risky situation or something that they don't want to do. I'd rather fail knowing that I tried instead of like waiting in a deathbed and being like, man, I regret not even making an attempt so yeah you know yeah you interesting you know I, I that's so being a being willing to trust yourself i think is it's so hard to understand that concept until you know you have nothing correct right there's like like to, for what you talked about right you you have nothing yeah just do it now what <laughs> right and 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 in, in those in that in those times of life right or is when i think we as human beings i'm not just saying you and me yeah. but like just as uh an adult yeah right who's trying their best for their family or for themselves uh, in those moments when, when it's just when all you got is you yeah that's when you really like okay like let's figure it out wow you know and you know you you, you said something really interesting earlier uh, that I wrote down. It's uh, being able to tap into your different skills. Yeah. Right? And that's something that's very interesting to me. Uh, I've been thinking about that as you, you shared 
kind of uh, about betting on yourself, right? Because I think that the the concept of your different skills come from being willing to try different things. Correct. Right. And you can't develop new skills unless you're willing to learn or try or do new things, you know? And I think we, we've talked about that, right? Yeah. Is uh, and I know that you you talked about that with my wife all the time too, right? Is the the amount of stuff you learned right in this in your this last job is like crazy. It's right? crazy. The amount of stress I know you guys yeah. have all been under. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, but right, it, it's when it's but it's when we're willing, you know, to bet on ourselves, right? You bet on yourself, and you got this job, yeah. kind of seemingly out of nowhere. But it gave you a whole new set of skills, yeah, right, to to be able to use going forward in your life, right, and then that's what I think is super interesting, with just in regards to kind of betting on yourself, and as well as even just being like humble and like willing to learn from your current job, where you don't have to leave your job to and you know go out on a grand adventure to develop new skills, right? That's not what I'm saying. Obviously, those things naturally kind of get magnified when you have nothing right but in your current kind of career too right you can develop new skills correct right not just obviously you're going to have your job and you're going to have kind of your day-to-day things you're going to accomplish but that doesn't mean you can't work on whatever you know like improving conversation right you can always improve a conversation how to communicate right whatever you You know and you can always get better right and then improve on things um you know and even in the position i had prior like you said how we start with a four and then we got people under us um you know they'd come in and say hey i'm just a pct and i'm like no get that out of your head like what words are powerful i was like what are you doing you're already starting to just put yourself in a box but i know you have other talents let's explore them mm-hmm. right um and i'll you know i in my position i've always allowed other people to explore different things. Hey, mm-hmm. you want to try marketing? Let's do it. Hey, mm-hmm. you might fail, but let's try it. Or mm-hmm. you might succeed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, hey, you are natural at this. Yeah. And then to you, now you're surprised. Oh my gosh, I know how to market. Like, yeah. okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, I, I, I've i always, you know, kind of tried different things. Because at the end of the day, I think the dots connect. Um and what I mean by that is when you look back in your life for like different specific aspects of your life, you know, I worked at SeaWorld. Did I ever think SeaWorld skills were ever going to translate well in, in healthcare? Not really. I did not. But I became a better leader at SeaWorld, which translated really well when I got this position that I was able to lead naturally mm-hmm. without even a thought or training. Right. But it came from SeaWorld. But I would, you know, when you are in it, you don't see the dots connecting ever. You don't see how, you yeah. know, everything's going to work together. Right. But when you look back and I mean, I'm not that old, but sometimes I look back and I'm like, hey, even though I thought that was like a useless skill. Oh, my gosh. It came up, um, yeah. you know, uh, even now, like other things that I've learned now and, and, you know, with my girlfriend wanting to open her own business as well. It's coming up, though. Like, now I'm like, oh, hey, I know how to do that. Yeah, all the basic startup yeah. kind of And she's like, okay, hey, how do I do it? And I'm like, it's coming out. I got it's, you. Just, it's starting <laughs> to come out. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's yeah. it's natural now. But I, I never would have seen that that would have helped her as well to get to a good, 
you know a place and and believe in herself and and you know get a head start in a sense because you know some she of she has a t- somebody who knows exactly yeah. some of this stuff you have to pay for like or people pay for it you know to get a mentor because they're like hey i don't know how to do anything but now i'm like oh my gosh i know how to help you and i can help you um and that's how i'm treating even my next adventure is like once i get there i don't know how the dots connect now but they will yeah yeah and and you know like my ultimate goal at the end of the day is to have my own org and and be a ceo and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna take all of the experiences i've had and they, they will allow me to grow something great you know and again i might ask myself like hey what is you know staying up till like 5 a.m have to do with anything hey it's building great work work ethic for you you know it's it's a little things like that that just build up um so you know even though when people kind of jump outside of their comfort zone be okay to just jump out of it and even fail but it doesn't mean later on you won't fail at that thing because now the debt the dots are starting to connect Mm -hmm. and that's I, I mean, I would, I mean, I encourage a lot of people to just try. Of course, like I said, I always have like a plan, you know, don't be like me, but try stuff and, and be okay. Yeah. And, and, and failing, you know, and I've, I've always encouraged everyone around me to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's, that's very well put. You know, my, my wife is very good at, uh, what is it called? Like administrative work. That's something that she's, she's a very good uh, secretarial work. <laughs> yeah. And that's something that she's naturally good at. Yeah. Right. That's not even her. She's a dietitian. Correct. Right. That, that's her, her job title technically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what, that's the, what she went to school for. Correct. But her, a lot of her natural skills come in secretarial work, right. Keeping a, keeping a calendar. Correct. Right. All the little things yeah. that. Keeping your life in order. Yeah. Basically. You know, yeah. and that's something that that she's very good at. And I know that those are skills that she was able to implement right in the company and she still continues to implement, you know? And so it's, yeah, I think you bring up a good point, right? Like you have, we shouldn't put ourselves like in a, in a box. Yeah. Right. And I think that it's so easy to do that. Right. I'm just here. So I won't get fined. Exactly. You know, I'm just here just to punch it and punch out. Where's my paycheck? Hey, is it Friday yet? You know? And it's like, (laughs) you know, it, it becomes a rat race and, and, you know, I, I think for some reason, and I feel like everyone has some innate ability to do more. It's just, we don't, we're afraid to try to do more. Um, you know, there's sometimes I just feel like, oh, this isn't enough for me. You know, I want to do more. And then, and if, if, you know, if, if something just makes you content and you're okay with that, that's fine too. But I always feel like either we're not getting into a lot of untapped, untapped like potential, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, I'm sure you you've even been around your friends and you're like, oh man, I want to start a clothing brand. I I've literally had those types of conversations. We used to say, I want to start this, I want to start that. Hey man, we should start a shoe. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, shoe dude, we could be like the next Jordan, right? <laughs> um, and those conversations would come up, and then nothing would happen. And I'd be like, so you know, our dream just Not died. One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, is it just a dream? And you know, I got tired of just saying that and just saying the same thing over and over. Hey, how about we try this mm-hmm. to the point where it got to the, you know, when I did my path, like my podcast, it was me and a group of my best friends. And we we're like, we should start a podcast. We'll be naturally funny. And I said, yeah, let's do it. And then it died again. And I said, no, I refuse. I was like, this is the one thing I'll refuse. Let's try it. You know, and, and we finally launched it. People liked it. Of course, now I still don't do it. But, you know, at least I tried. Like now I know the process of it. Uh, you know, it made me a better 
public speaker because yeah you are right like you get better with conversation and mm-hmm. it helped me with it's networking too you can that's that's like a skill yeah being able to like have a conversation yeah and and even just yeah. random things like you know how you're picking up on things and saying hey going back to that and that question it's like not that many people would do that or not that many mm-hmm. people are attentive in listening to be like yeah. hey let me probe that that more. that's a skill that i've definitely writing stuff down my wife always says that yeah you, we, we talked about yeah. that. Write it down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> write yeah. it down. Like she'll be like, did you put it in your calendar? And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. You know, but, you know, it, <laughs> she helped me there too, you know, where, you know, we would do something and, and, you know, she would just tell me, hey, Ian, great ideas that you're telling me. Where are they? Did, did Where, you know, are they just in your head? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. This doesn't help anyone if it's just in my head. So, mm-hmm. you know, I would start writing it down and sending it yeah. to her, you know. Um, but, you know, you pick up those types of skills, but, you would have never done that if you didn't try something yeah. new, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, like I said, I just encourage everyone to try whatever, whatever just floats your boat. If you're like, Hey, I want to get into lashes, nails. I, I don't care what it could be. Just try it. And even if you fail, at least you learned something and you can't yeah. call that failing. Cause I feel like you learned something out of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so interesting to just think about, you know, just as you talk about your life, your career, kind of where you are, like, I can't help but just think about, I'm trying to listen, but I'm like, oh man, like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and that's something that, uh, that I really, that's what I really love about the podcast. Yeah. I love doing this. I think I fall into that same boat too. I think I, I, I was start, I wanted to start the podcast when we got married in 2020 okay. before we started before, right before COVID. We got married February of 2020 okay. before COVID. And I talked about doing a podcast like in March, like before COVID. Yeah. And I didn't start it until March this year, you know? And it's... (laughs) (laughs) Until years passed. Yeah, but I'm so grateful that like I really, really enjoy like having conversation. And I really enjoy like learning, right? Because just learning from other people and hearing their life experiences for me is just super... Uh, it helps me magnify on my own life, right? And it helps me to really focus in on what I can improve on. Correct. Or or changes that I can make. Or even like uh, you get a lot of appreciation and gratitude for stuff you have. You know, like even though right now I might be like, man, I don't have a lot. But it's just like, no, I got a roof over my head. I got people that love me at the end of the day. And it made me focus on those things, too. You know, mm-hmm. um, even the simplest things, like the way you were saying, playing Spider-Man. I haven't had an opportunity to sit down and just enjoy video games in like a couple of years, honestly. Um, and I just had this opportunity. And even though it's something small like that, I actually just truly enjoyed it. I was in there swinging and it just brought me back to when I was like eight, you know. And I was like, I'll go Peter, you know, see the ladies over there just rolling their eyes. No, but I, 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 yeah, yeah, but I enjoyed it. I feel that. I enjoyed it. I truly was just sitting there like a kid. I mean, I didn't eat, like, I'm talking about like, I was missing a lot of stuff. Didn't drink stuff. I was in there. My stomach didn't even growl because it was like, hey, we're enjoying this. And, uh, you know, by the time. Oh my gosh, it's already four o'clock. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) By the time I looked up, I was like, oh, you're back from work? I was like, dang, you know. (laughs) You know, and to me, I just like, I just saw her walk out the door, but I got to enjoy that day, honestly. And, And it was just super exciting to just do something like that even though i you know i don't know how this is going to connect the dots later but it's it's bringing me back to you know enjoying stuff and being happy and and even that little moment you know 
truly needed it. I mean, it's I've been so stressed that when I was just doing that, I was like, this is the only thing I'm doing today. Like, no one's going to bother me. My, I didn't even touch my phone. And before I used to answer calls, um, you know, even my girlfriend, I was just, you know, she's like, hey, I'm so happy that you're not always on the phone. And I was like, oh, man. I mean, I used to get in bed. I'd get a call. I'd have to get out of bed, get out, get my laptop, send out an email. I'm like, all right, get back in bed. Hey, someone else called me. Oh, man, what's happening at work? You know, and she's like, dude, are we not going to bed? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I have to answer this. Or people would wake me up with a call, you know, and it became my life. But then now I'm also like, you know, I wasn't too aware that it's affecting other people in my life, too. And then now I'm like, hey, I'm not even getting a call. Like, if it's a call now, it's maybe a scam likely. And I get to, just, <laughs> you know, press end, you know. <laughs> Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's stuff like that. And again, it, these moments when you make that grand change too, you get to, like you said, focus, mm-hmm. uh, you get to focus on a lot of things and get to get some new perspective on a lot of stuff too. And, and honestly, I'm just taking it, you know, day by day and it's like super duper exciting for like anything that I go try now, but I'm also reminding myself, Hey, enjoy yourself for now because yeah at some point i'm gonna get back to working hard but enjoy this enjoy spider-man enjoy not eating enjoy doing the little things you want to sleep in all day do it you know uh but i get to enjoy it now you know before i you know get back to the next venture yeah yeah Yeah, no that's awesome dude you know we 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 also talked about one thing that i i really want to talk to you about you know i I gave you a little uh yeah i gave you a little outline (laughs) and the only section that you added stuff to was this section it's the fear of failing and starting over yeah and the the things the one the first thing i put was perceptions of uh starting over right and and to elaborate on that is uh you know sometimes when you're starting over you find yourself in a certain position in life you sometimes and what we talked about was moving home with our parents yeah right we 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 become independent and we've developed a um like a community or a a place for you and for for becca right but if these new adventures require you to you know okay we gotta Gotta cut back back a little bit gotta go back home yeah Yeah. you know (laughs) we need a little assistance yeah you know and that perception and kind of uh yeah, sorry. I live at home now. Yeah. You know, with you with all the with your friends or your core. Oh yeah, I live at home with my mom. Yeah. You know, and for some people, the thought of that stops them and keeps them in like the suffering mode. Correct. Right. I would rather suffer than than say I live with my mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that that's kind of yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I guess. You know, I uh, I think I've always done stuff that most people wouldn't do, and. You know, I, I know it comes from a sense of community, right? You want to look cool to your friends. You want to show up to your friends. You want to be in the same level as them. Yeah. Um, that you're doing okay. You're exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, you know, it starts off early. Like when you're a kid and as soon as you start being different, it's like kids remind you, hey, that's weird. Like what? Uh, hey, you're not you're not doing the stuff we're doing. Like <laughs> get get over here. Right. Yeah. Uh, be part of the crowd like don't be weird don't don't walk yeah and and you Uh get in that mentality you're like oh oh my god i walked yeah maybe yeah i should be part of the crowd right and um it gets built in you early because you're like no i want to i don't want to be excluded you don't want to look weird yeah Yeah, i don't want to be excluded from the group and 
you start forming the same things you start doing the same you know whatever is like culturally acceptable that time or socially right, buying a car that's out of your price exactly range so or, you start doing yeah. those things because and it starts early right and then now as you go on and you're older you know because i mean now society it's cool to be different you know like everyone wants to be different now right it's true which is odd because i'm like dude i remember when everyone wanted to be the same like what's happening now right but as an adult you know you still kind of fall in that mindset especially with your group right Mm -hmm. and the company you keep super important um like the way you said hey if people don't align with my views get rid of them but that's so hard especially you've been friends with people for like so long but you start having a different mentality is is that okay for me to cut them off you know because sometimes you might feel a little different but i always tell people hey man friends are like seasons they come and go and it's okay and they can be part of your life yeah. and they could be a significant yeah. part of your you life you have to x them it's just yeah i'm not gonna it, go out of my way exactly to, yeah. to, to yeah. and i yeah i'm not saying completely cut them off but if they're bad you're for not you, my friend anymore yeah, hey cut them off yeah. you know if they're bad for you yeah. cut them off but you know you you know with that perception of starting over right it's like i all my friends are pretty success, successful in what they do and then for me to be like, I don't have a job now. Oh, man. You know, and, and and I know maybe five years ago, I would have been that type of person to not even tell them or I would have stayed in my position. Right. Suffered. And suffered. Yeah. Right. And I would have been like, no, I have a great job. that Everyone looks up to me and yeah, I, get I, can't, paid well. I, I yeah. can't I can't lose this. Right. But now, now, you know, when I've gotten older, it's like, hey, why do I care so much about what other people think? And. The other thing is, too, if I'm at my lowest, you know, I don't think this is my lowest, but, you know, should I hit my lowest? Uh, I would want people that would stay even when I'm at my lowest. Hey, you love me sure. when I'm at my highest, but uh, you also have to love me when I'm suffering. You know, yeah, I might at the be bottom home. of the barrel. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> and those are the people I'd like to keep in my life. Sure. Um, you know, so, I mean, even if I tell someone, hey, I lost my job. Sure. And then they're like, oh, man, what a bum cool i'm i don't want to hang out with you because to me i don't so. i don't think yeah. that yeah i don't <laughs> think that i'm a bum i'm like no I'm, a, I'm gonna find something but hey you're already thinking that i don't want to be friends with you you know and it's very telling because a lot of times we'll make a lot of decisions because of what people think or what public society thinks or what your friends think or what your family thinks and a lot of times it's like it's your life um you know and and of course, I'm not saying just do everything, you know, of course, you should listen to people that do care about you, right? Because mm-hmm. they don't want the best for you. And you can take that advice. But at the end of the day, the final decision is yours, right? Right. Um, like my mom was like, what? You know, it's about time you left. But uh, did you did you line up a job? And I'm like, no, I didn't. Mom. I'm here just doing this like this. And she's like, OK, you know, and, and that she was like, hey, I still love you. I know yep. you'll find a job. I would have not done it that way. But hey you're going to be okay. And it's like, cool, mom. Thanks for the support. You know, um, you know, and, and that's all I've gotten is cause I've surrounded myself with people yeah. that, like I said, at my highest, they'll love me. And even when I make decisions that they might not agree with, they'll still back me, you know? Um, so, I mean, when you make those types of decisions, you know, keep in mind if, like I said, if those friends start being, you know, weird or even family members. Sometimes they might just say some, you know, just not support you in a sense when you make a grand adventure or just a big shift or a different change, Mm -hmm. you know, keep in mind that, Hey, if they care a lot, they'll stay. 
they'll mm. support you even yeah. at the end and it's okay because you know you don't you don't need anyone right i think but i think it's good to have a good group of people that support you because there's yeah. going to be times that you're mm-hmm. pretty low but you need that group to be like hey no you're great you're going to get to the next step don't worry about it you know and it reminds you hey i am great let's get to the next step you know um but if you don't if you start doing these decisions and you see people are oh man that person's weird why are they doing that yeah let's not let's not interact with them too much you know um so i think like yeah you know starting over can be scary i mean even starting over from a new relationship can be super scary right um but there's a lot of things that can be scary to start over over. yeah Yeah. i mean it's scary i mean even going back to your parents it's like I know a lot of people. I love my mom, so I could go back whenever. But uh, my you know, mom a lot of for me to have me at home too. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people are always like, oh, I can't, I can't, I, I can't live with my mom. I'm like, you used to. Like, it's not that hard. You know, <laughs> like to me, like in a sense, I'm like, but I love my mom, so I'd happily be like, oh yeah, free dinner, free rent, dude, I'm good. You know, but most people don't look at it like that. Um, but I think you know, if you just change your perspective about it, yeah. you'll have a better attitude. Yeah, I think that that's that's. Yeah, you you, t- you talk about a few things there that I I really I really kind of connect with too is, you know, just it doesn't really matter what yeah people think right, and those are the people to your, right like you said right is those are the people that you okay who am I really surrounding myself with right are these people dragging me down yeah right or are they supporting me and loving me and trying and wanting the best Correct. for me yeah and that's super important you know I I. I'm a big believer, and this is something that I have, especially as I've become an adult, yeah. is is I need I, uh, surrounding myself to, I, to choose my friends wisely. Yeah, that's 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 counsel that I got from 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 a mentor of mine is choose your friends wisely and surround yourself with those who will uplift and strengthen okay. you. You know, and so that's something that I have always always thought about. Uh, and so if I choose to spend time with you, like, hey, like, come over to the house and hang out. Yeah. Like, that says a lot about Correct. what I think yeah. of you. Yeah. Right. And so. And even know. like, uh, you know, there's, I mean, honestly, there's, uh, for instance, and this is this is probably relate to everyone. Either you had like that childhood friend in like kinder. And you never thought we're, we're, we're never going to like separate, you know. And when you became adult, it's like that person is a completely different person and you'd never hang out with them, yeah. you know. And I've had those instances where like nostalgia hits and I'd be like, oh, my God, I remember kinder. And that's all we have in common, you know. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, you know, in the present, it felt like this person is all I need. Like they're never going to leave. I'll always be by their side. But years have passed, and I don't even think about this person. And now that they just, I just saw them, is when I'm like, "Oh man, remember those times?" And then when they, when you know, we catch up again, we're not even similar. We're on two different, you know, mindsets or uh, two different places in our life. And I can be like, "Hey, I appreciate that you were part of that, mm-hmm. you know, moment in my story, and I'm okay that you're not in it anymore as well," you know. Um, and you can use that in bad. Of course, everyone's going to be like, oh, that's kinder. But you can use that with anything. You know, your friends now might not be your friends 10 down, 10 years down the line. Yeah. 20 down, you know, yeah. down the line. And that's crazy to like think about. Man. Yeah. And it's a lot. I mean, yeah. I only say kinder because I mean, we're we're not even double digits then. But, you know, now that I'm 28, 
turning 28, um, you know, I can look back and say there was a lot of my best friends that I don't call best friends anymore. You yeah. know, uh, and the best friends that I call now, I don't know if I'll call them best friends in 10 years, you know, uh, that's so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, you know, I think, I think about, um, yeah, like I think about my friend and I'm thinking about a specific person. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were best friends in seventh, eighth grade. You know, that's a very delicate time of Correct. life. <laughs> you know, yeah. anybody who was a seventh, eighth grade, like that's a huge, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I've recently, I've thought a lot about, so I've recently got it back into volleyball. Okay. And um, I loved playing volleyball as a kid in, in, in Hawaii growing up. That's a very natural normal thing okay but i really enjoyed playing volleyball you know my i played baseball of course growing up but uh i played i, I my dad made me trot for football at okay. the time i was like oh dude like i i never played football in my life like, i never play i never put on a helmet or okay. pads or anything until my freshman year tryouts okay you know i was always bigger faster stronger than most, most kids. kids my age even like in i was the biggest kid on the on the baseball team like in okay. little league but i could run faster than everybody mm. you know hit the ball farther than everybody so just so athleticism out of the chart so naturally well, like football well yeah and so <laughs> my dad was like you need to try for football okay. and i'm like uh, you know i i grudgingly tried out yeah. <laughs> you know and i made it you know i was i was a third string defensive lineman in my okay. freshman year you know but i i bring this up because my friend in 70th grade I don't. He never listens to this. I doubt it. But his name's Aaron Coralia. He's a he's a good friend. I I I love that kid to death. Yeah. You know he we we both enjoy anime. Um, we both love like games. We played RuneScape together like every day. Okay. You know, and we made like a vow that we would like be friends forever. Okay. You know, seventeenth grade, and then we went into high school. I made a football team, and. You know, I, I, you know, I, I talk about this now and I, the reason I bring up volleyball and why I loved it is because in high school I, I played volleyball because it, I thought it was like, I'm, I'm cool. You know, okay. like, oh yeah, I, I'm on the football team. Yeah. You know, like I love, but, but I hated where I hate working out. Like I, I hated practice. Okay. I hated all of that. Yeah. Right. But I loved, I love representing my community. You know, I, I grew up in that community of my high school. Yeah. And, you know, my auntie was the volleyball coach. Okay. And she was like, hey, if you don't make the team for football, right, you, you, you already got a spot. Yeah, like, oh, yeah bet. like awesome, awesome. Yeah. And I ended up making the football team. And then I didn't play volleyball. Hmm. And so, like, I think kind of what to, my, my point about what I'm talking about is that, you know, I feel like I was that friend who broke promises to friends mm. that we'd be friends you know I, i'm just thinking about it i'm like man like uh, we promise each other we'd like be friends forever yeah you know and that no matter what happens be like be friends yeah you know and no worry, that's not the case you know and I, i'm just like wow like i'm such an awful friend yeah you know I, and it's in high school i knew that but like it's it doesn't the the the, the want to be cool outweighed uh correct. any other choice that i could have ever made right made you exactly. know and so it's like yeah like i'm thinking about that i'm like man i was a terrible friend <laughs> but know. i mean uh, you know those experiences i mean i've broken a lot of promises to a lot of ex-best friends to be like yeah you know me and you forever i'm like yeah it's no more forever but you know uh not even a little bit <laughs> not even a little bit yeah you know and, and sometimes you know there's it's, it's funny because a lot of people remind me that remember remember when we said we'd be best friends and i'm like 
That's crazy. But um, no. <laughs> you know, I uh, I I relate to that because you know, like I said, I think those things allow you to when you're an adult now where you don't care about being cool, right? Like you're like you have other priorities. Yeah. My yeah. priority is family. You yes. Know, you have different yes. priorities now. I could care less what you think. Exactly. Yeah. But now it allows you to be a better friend now because yes. now, yes. you yes. know, and, and it all connects. You know, maybe you had to lose a couple of friends to meet that one best friend that mm-hmm. you never want to let go, you know? So it all connects at the end of the day. Of course, now when you look in hindsight, you're like, man, this. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it all works out, man. I, I truly believe that. I think um, even when you hit rock bottom, it's an opportunity to just move up, learn, grow yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, I want to ask you one last kind of question and then we'll come, we'll end, okay. but you know, like for you, what is success? You know, I'll give you a, a minute to think as I share. Okay. Right. So for me, I've thought about this recently, like this is something that I think about recently is, you know, I talk to friends and, you know, I ask them, well, like, what do you, what do you hope to get out of your life? You know? And they're just like, Oh man, like, I want to have like a big house or I want to, you know, I want to own jet skis or I want to, own, you know, I want to own all these, wow, like crazy yeah. things. You know, I'm just like, man, like, you know, like for me, if I could, for me, what success is now I'm going into what success means. Right? For me, if I could go to Disneyland or Disney World like two, three, four times a year with my family and be okay, like that's for me. That's success. Yeah, I'm successful. If okay. I can make that happen, you know, on all the, on all of the, the breaks. Okay if we could go to like Disneyland or Disney world like that for me, obviously, you know, that might be a little excessive, <laughs> you know, but for me having that flexibility to do those things that I love for yeah. me, that, that is, and for me, it's like going to Disney. I love this. I love Disneyland. I love Disney world for, if I could go and take my family there and we could be okay. Like, yeah. I'd be happy with okay. that. I don't matter. We, we can live in this house here. Okay. And as long as, if, if as we long could as travel and we could do that Disney. and we could, and we would be financially okay. <laughs> yeah. That for me, is success and i that i would be happy with my okay. life so like, what is success for you uh that's a great question um even even though well thank you for sharing about the disney i never i've never heard someone say um you know something like that could look like <clears throat> success i think most people think about like financial stuff mm-hmm. and all that stuff but um well, going to disney is very financially it, it, burdensome it, yes <laughs> yes yes um but yes uh, but for me, I, I, you know, I've never actually kind of figured that out. If okay. that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, so what I've always tried to do is, one, just be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. But I know that's a goal I'll never accomplish. And I think that's what success looks like to me, that mm-hmm. I never true to yourself yeah i never feel like complacent in a sense like Mm -hmm. i always try to do something else or something Mm -hmm. new or Mm -hmm. some you know just new (coughs) opportunities to learn grow and again chase being the best version of myself so i think that's what to me success looks like but i'd never hit that goal and i don't want to i never want to hit that goal Mm um you know i even small things like you know it's small to me now but you know doing jujitsu like i just want to get a black belt okay so that's success to me in that realm but i don't want that to define me like once i get that black belt like i don't want to be like hey i got my black belt so and i just get to chill you know and i don't want that 
um, I want to be a great dad, but it doesn't mean I can't always be a better dad the of next course. day or whatever, right? Or a better husband, a better boyfriend, better son to my mom, um, you know, and sibling. <coughs> so those are the things that I usually try to think about is I don't, that's what success looks like to me is to accomplish a lot of my goals and, you know, continuously set new goals. Mm. If that makes sense. No, yeah. That, 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 you know, that, that's perfect. Yeah. You know, I think that um, just being, I think, I think for me, it's being self-aware yeah. of, and me, me and my wife always talk about this, right, is just being self-aware of our actions, our words. Correct. I think that's in a nutshell, very overly, overly simplified, right? But being able to yeah not be complacent i think that that's a great goal yeah you know i think that's a more of a humanity and a like a personality or a like a a personal goal and not so much a career goal or but those are the things i think that truly hold most of valuable to kind of a person right is is knowing that i'm being a good friend or you know obviously not everybody's going to see things that way and that's okay yeah but you know, for some people, I think for me and you, that's what I mean. You connect, right? It's just being able to connect and and be the best version of ourselves. You know, and, that, and that's super. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, just to kind of end our our interview tonight. You know, when I you when end. when no, you were no, dude, I want this. <laughs> is the last thing I want to hear about <laughs> when you were a kid. Yeah. What was your dream job? Oh man, it's very embarrassing. I wanted to be a superhero. Okay, so <laughs> superhero. Yeah. Um, I as much as we're laughing about the Spider-Man thing, and uh, Spider-Man it, is my favorite superhero. Yeah. So that's my favorite as well. I used to, I used to tell my dad that I wanted to be a superhero, and I'd wear uh, a like a little uh, blanket tied around me and I had my onesie that I never like grew out of. I had holes at the bottom. Okay, that's how much I wore this onesie. And my parents always wanted to try to throw it out and I'd always find it where whatever. Um and every time someone asked me what I wanted to be, I'd always say I want to be a superhero. And they'd always tell me, Hey, that's not a career. Like you can't do that. <laughs> right. And it'd be so annoying to me because I'm like, nah, I see it on T V. I can do it. You yeah. know? Um, and as a superhero, I think you can be in people's lives. Um, people can look up to you and you are their hero. You are their superhero. Um, you know, but I think as a kid, when I would get told, Hey, you're not, you can't be that. I'd be like, man, I'm like, that's that's all I want, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and I still till this day hold that true to myself like i want to be my hero i want to be someone i could be proud of when i go to bed and even when i wake up i'm like i'm a i'm proud of the man i am Mm. um and that's all i ever wanted to do honestly fascinating i you know i i thought about a lot of different answers people could say yeah and i i don't think i ever would have imagined somebody would have said superhero yeah and it sounds childish, but I I truly uh, wanted that, to be. That's the point. I wanted to be a. That's the point of this question. <laughs> yeah. <That's> my, 
<laughs> so you know um just to kind of introduce uh, if for those of you who are still here you know but um <laughs> moving forward i hope to talk about careers yeah and i hope to talk about um small business and things that make people the careers and the things that they do that they're passionate about yeah. life experiences lifestyles that they live and that's something that i'm moving forward in in the podcast you know and kind of a question that my friend uh he's like hey you should like ask this at the end of like every podcast you know like what were you what did you want to be when you grew up yeah when you were a kid you know and so <laughs> yeah interesting interesting yeah, interesting answer right? <laughs> that's a great that's a great answer that's a great answer uh, awesome but seriously dude i Thank you so much. Yes, oh, sir. Ouch. I it's, did bang my it's, arm. It's been a pleasure. Thank it you for having been, me. Yeah. It um, has been a great interview. Yeah. It's been a great interview. Honestly, dude, anytime you want to come on, you want to chat. Of course. And anytime. invite me. I have time now before I get <laughs> get working. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please stay tuned for the next episode. Again, Ian. Thank you're the you. Man. Yes, sir. You are too. Thanks, yes, everybody. Listen to every episode that Joey's. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a nice day. Aloha.